This message comes from NPR sponsor Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell and show up exactly the way you want to. Customize your online store to your style. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash NPR. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Giles Snyder. Former President Trump was in Las Vegas last night urging supporters to turn out for next month's Nevada Republican Caucus. Nevada Public Radio's Paul Boger reports that Trump's visit comes as registered Republicans decide whether to participate in the state's Republican primary or the caucus that's being held two days later. Nevada will hold a state-run presidential preference primary on February 6th. However, Nevada Republicans will use a state-run caucus on February 8th to determine their nominee. Trump, who is facing only nominal opposition in the caucus, says Republican voters should just ignore the state primary. Don't go on Tuesday, February 6th. That's two days earlier. Don't do it. Don't use a mail-in ballot. Don't do anything. It's a meaningless event. The state-run presidential preference primaries are required by law for races with more than one qualified candidate. And with former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley choosing to participate in the primary, Trump is already the presumed winner of the Nevada caucus. For NPR News, I'm Paul Boger in Reno. With Trump campaigning in Nevada last night, his rival for the Republican nomination, Nikki Haley, rallied supporters in her home state of South Carolina. She was in Malden, where she expressed concern about the court cases Trump faces. And what I worry about for all of us is these court cases are going to go on for another year. And you know who sees that? Russia, China, Iran. That's who sees that. That's why I'm worried. That's the problem I have. Haley is seeking a win in her home state's primary on February 24th after losing Iowa and New Hampshire to Trump. President Biden campaigned in South Carolina last night as well. He spent the night there and is planning to participate in an event this morning at a church in Columbia before returning to the White House. Amazon, Meta, Google, Microsoft, Salesforce and other tech firms have laid off nearly 25,000 employees so far this year. NPR's Bobby Allen reports that experts say cutting staff has become contagious in Silicon Valley. Tech executives are pointing to overhiring during the pandemic, but big tech workforces have returned to pre-pandemic levels. Interest rates are no longer near zero, but inflation has been cut in half from this time last year. Experts say what is likely driving this year's tech layoffs is a copycat phenomenon. Jeff Schulman is a professor at the University of Washington's Foster School of Business. They're getting away with it because everybody's doing it. And they're getting away with it because now it's the new normal. Workers are more comfortable with it. Stock investors are appreciating it. And so I think we'll see it continue for some time. Last year, the tech sector shed 260,000 jobs, the most since the dot-com bust in the late 1990s. Bobby Allen, NPR News. In Paris today, two climate change activists threw soup at the glass that protects the famous Mona Lisa painting at the Louvre Museum. The act is the latest to target art as a way to raise awareness about climate change. This is NPR News. Films and TV shows by Netflix, Disney, and Apple all earned accolades at the 33rd Annual Environmental Media Association Awards last night in Los Angeles. NPR's Chloe Feltman reports actress Laura Dern was also honored at the event, celebrating Hollywood's contributions to climate change-focused storytelling. Laura Dern accepted this year's ongoing Commitment Award for her leadership in championing the green movement in entertainment. The documentary about sustainable farming Dern appeared in and co-produced, Common Ground, also took this year's top prize for documentary film. But there's a way to save our precious soils. The feature film award went to Disney's Avatar The Way of Water. Netflix won for the comedy series Unstable. 
What is science? And the Apple TV Plus series Extrapolations took the TV Drama Award. Chloe Veltman, NPR News. North Korea fired off another round of missiles today. South Korea's military says the North launched multiple cruise missiles off its east coast. The second such test in less than a week. It's not clear how many missiles were launched, but last week North Korea claimed to have launched a new type of potentially nuclear-capable cruise missile. Spot in the Super Bowl on the line today. The conference championship games are today with the uh, Kansas City Chiefs playing the Baltimore Ravens for the AFC title this afternoon. The Detroit Lions will then play the San Francisco 49ers for the NFC crown. The Super Bowl will be played two weeks from today on February 11th. At the Australian Open, the men's final between Yannick Sinner and Daniil Medvedev has moved into a decisive fifth set. I'm Charles Snyder, NPR News.